So what's popping, peons? Um, on today, the podcast, I'm gonna be talking about um true trauma healing versus the fake shit because I've been seeing a lot of shit on the internet, and I feel like as a bitch who has a therapist, a spiritualist, somebody who actually does like the true trauma healing and shit, like I want to help y'all out here today. As per usual, y'all know what it is. It's your girl, Sunshine, or just Tria, whatever you prefer to call me. <laughs> um, if y'all want to follow me on social media, do not forget that that you guys can follow me. My Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. Yeah, Instagram and Twitter are the same handle. That's J-U-S-T-D-R-I-A, two underscores. And if you guys want to follow me on my OnlyFans where we get frisky around. <laughs> I don't gonna be like, what? Yes, I like being a slut dragon. Let it go. Um, and my YouTube channel and a podcast, tell a friend to go tell a friend. It's Drea's Diaries. That's D R I A S D Diary D I A R Y. Like Drea's Diary. Like we get it popping over here. Okay, so let's go get into it. So you guys, I want to talk about true trauma healing. Versus the fake shit. Um, if y'all don't know, um, I have no filter, so I'm not gonna be like, I'm gonna sugarcoat this to protect your feelings. Um, no, I'm probably gonna say some shit that's gonna hurt your feelings. So if you not into it, cause from what I've learned is that once you find yourself getting offended by something, your brain will literally turn off and say that is bad. So before y'all get into these feels, good morning, Keisha. Mommy loves you. Yeah, I'm a plant mother. Excuse me. Yeah, I'm a plant mother. And I know a lot of y'all are like, what? Yes, a full-blown plant mother. Her name is Keisha Olivia Young. I her her middle name came from a wonderful place in my heart. But Keisha is my baby. And we live for Keisha and we love on Keisha. Um, but yeah, let's go get into this. So today I'm talking about, like I said, true trauma and healing. Just know that um if I offend you, please. Don't just disconnect and think that I'm trying to bully you. Trust me, I'm not. Um, this shit was hard for me too, so um, I get it. So I want first off, I want to start off with the shit that I don't like because I feel like a lot of times we be sitting here saying like, oh, well, I want to do this and I really want to heal like this when honestly healing should be your own journey. And here are some trips, some tips and tricks that I use and some things that I had to go through to get through like some trauma healing um fuck it let's just get into it so first and foremost trauma healing is not a overnight thing and it's not linear like you don't either just go up or down like sometimes you up and sometimes you down sometimes you're not making any progress or you're staying at the same level and other times you're not other times you're the hero the whatever the fuck you want to call it and sometimes you know what i'm saying it just goes like that so yeah let's start off with that like so let's get out of our head that we just gonna go from oh i'm gonna get better every day sometimes i'm up sometimes i'm down but sometimes i can like have a real i want to punch this bitch in the face and it's gonna take me to beat this bitch's ass for me to feel better so uh you know what i ain't even got through all that shit i'm telling you and you're gonna be like huh yeah it's up and down. It's a chart. It's the it's a graph. Um, let's start off with that. Um, let first off, let me just start off by saying like, 
I started my healing journey at 21. I'm 26 now. I'm going to be 27 in February. Pisces gang. Gang, gang, gang. Um, we, that's how we get it popping over here. Um, So with me being coming on 27, this is like almost six years in the making. A little bit before that because I told myself that I was going to start like late 20s. But it was like close to my birthday. But I say 21. So I can have like a actual number to like track it. When I first started my healing journey, I was doing everything that I thought was right. So I remember I went celibate, right? And I was like, oh, if I go celibate, then it's going to be this, this, that, and the third. I fucking hated it because it just wasn't for me. Like, I honestly knew that I did not want to stop having sex. I just wanted to have better partners and people who actually gave a fuck about me and loved on me properly. Um, so that's something that did not work for me, but I know the people who did practice celibacy for them, that kind of worked out better for them because in their mind, they just, they could give up sex for me as I've like grown and like on this process, I've realized that I really do enjoy having good sex. And it took me like a whole mental mind fuck breakdown and a fucking actual therapist to tell me that it's okay for me to like sex. And I was like, are you sure it's not coming from a trauma response and me trying to be in control? And one day I remember my therapist literally sat down and she said, she said, you've done all the mental work that you need to, for you to start having healthy sex. She was like, when you go out there to have sex, do you do it for control? I said, no. She said, and then she asked me like a bunch of a question. So she said, why would you take this? And she literally said, she said, she said, you're literally holding on a past trauma that you've healed from. And you're not practicing the good things that you learn. And then she told me like about some of the habits that I used to practice that I no longer practice now. And I was just like, damn, like I could have been fucking this whole entire time. <laughs> and mind you, once I got that into play, like I practiced like a healthier sex life where it wasn't to try to get somebody to stay where it wasn't because I felt like I had to like now I have sex when I want to when I don't want to have sex I say no and it wasn't until like I want to say year four to like when I perfected like to me my whole sexual thingy so now I don't have a problem saying that this doesn't feel good or this doesn't feel right or no, I don't want to do this. And I, because I'm telling y'all, I used to have a problem telling men no. I used to be like, oh, they're going to lie on me anyway, so I might as well do it. Yeah, so yeah, now I be talking to these men reckless. And to them, they feel like, oh, you done been through a lot and you done did through this. Like, yeah, like that's what happens as you go on in life. And I be like, mentally, we're not here. And it be like grown ass men or like, me and my age or younger or like whatever and they feel like i'll be like we're just not on the same page like sexually when it comes down to what's okay and what's not and that's all right with me because i remember for a long time like if something didn't feel right with me sexually or i didn't want to do it like i just keep on going just to keep on going but that whole journey went through like a bunch of stuff like now i know what i'm into now i know i can do only fans and be okay with it like y'all I've had so many like shitty experiences during sex. Like y'all, I've dated dudes, and when we broke up, like these niggas put me on Pornhub, and bitches be like, "Oh, what hoes like that shit?" No, the fuck we don't. Okay, like mind you, these were people who I actually dated, and once we broke up, it was like, "All right, now I'm about to go expose this bitch," and I was like, "Wow, that shit's crazy." And I used to wonder why niggas used to disrespect me. Like I was like, "I don't even fuck with niggas like that." Come to find out I'm on fucking Pornhub and a bunch of other places. And I was like, you know what? I'm really good at what I do. And I do it very well. 
And it took uh, that and that and this whole stuff was a whole different thing. And I could talk about that for hours because once I found out I was on Pornhub without my permission and a motherfucker had like over half a million views on my videos and was making money off of me, I felt so like my whole heart broke. And the fact that people was like looking for me just because of that, I was like, I don't really like that. You know what I mean? It kind of hurt my feelings a lot, y'all. And the dude who had did it, I was like, bruh, this the nigga that's begging me to come back, saying I will never hurt you. And that took a lot because mentally it took a lot for me to get out the fact, like for me to even want to like record myself again. That's something that I genuinely liked. Not going to hold you. Um... But that whole healing trauma thingy, it took years. And when I say I like, I went from having like really safe sex to having no sex at all, to wanting to put the poom poom up, to after taking the poom poom out, to being extremely cautious, to being extremely careful. I now have a regimen for my poom poom where I spend big bank on my poom poom. I have shit in there. I have I have little shit that I use. To like clean her out, make sure she's good. You know, I talked to my poom poom. She even has a name. The only people closest to me really know it. Like they will make fun of the name that I gave her because I did change her name from something to another name. And I just want to say, fuck you. Um, I really like. Um, she's elevated now. Why can't she have an elevated name? You know what I mean. And the first name was a lazy name. Okay. <laughs> The first name was the name that I came up with on the spot because I was like, what could I name her? <laughs> so, I, so that's just like true healing for me in my like sexual life kind of looked like I'm with this person, this person is this, STDs, no STDs, no sex, having sex, having safe sex, having not so safe sex teetering the line yeah y'all it scared me like honestly like uh and the psychological aspect of me not wanting to have sex came from like growing up and people kept on calling me whores and bitches and sluts and shit so y'all it took a lot for me to like cope with the fact that I know I'm not a slut dragon I know I'm not a whore but I know that because we live in a patriarchy patriarchy that most men will sit there and try to dictate and say that, oh, you're a whore for doing this and you're a whore for doing that. So now I don't allow myself with people sexually who don't think like me. And it took a long time because, bitch, some of them niggas was fine. And I wanted to hop and jump and skip on bone. And what I say, it was like, ah, I can't touch this in. Y'all, like, <laughs> y'all used to use my pom pom to get get back. And I know some of the bitches who don't, who know why it's a bad thing to use your pump pump to get get back. It's going to be like, girl, I could never. But the bitches who be like, yeah, girl, I'm going to use my pump pump to get get back. Um, to the girlies who know why we don't do that and why it's a what you call it. And it's not and it's, and it's not a bad thing if you're not there or if you don't believe in that philosophy. Because everybody has a different philosophy of how healing looks for them. But just because you're on your journey, mind you, I'm not bashing y'all girlies or y'all niggas or shit like that. Because I know how I like to be, uh, nah, nah. If you're not there, you're just not there. And if I know that this, I know that this association finna kick in right now. Like, I should know. It's just a journey. And it may not be exactly where you want to be at. But for me, 
for me because perfection what i've learned is is different for everybody else perfecting my sexual trauma and healing looks like me being in control of my body and me making the choices that i want to make for my body without somebody dictating to me or telling me what i can and what i cannot do or how i should feel about using my body or using it for what it is so that's why i don't have a problem telling but i have only fans so i don't have a problem posting some of my shit or even saying anything that i do about it you're not gonna get shit for free but um you know what i'm saying <laughs> like it's it's giving that you know what i mean and i fuck with it like i like it it allows me to express myself and things that i'm into and with especially with me like being sexually like free and healing from my sexual trauma like I can literally have these hard conversations like I took like I retake a BDSM test like every three to six months because some things change for me like honestly age play child play and all that other shit is at the bottom for me and mommy and daddy are like literally at zero percent still but a lot of shit like yeah <laughs> like some of this shit i like is like up there and like being a switch or a dominant like a brat like that's up there you know what i'm saying and a brat tamer like so i could be a brat or a brat tamer which makes switch highly up there for me so when it comes down to it like i don't have a problem explaining what i'm into or what i like because baby <laughs> it is what it is and I don't have a problem. People don't want to fuck with me because of my past. Like before, it used to bother me when people used to be like, "Oh, you're a whore. You're a slut. You're this." And this is what came with like with that sexual healing part too. Like I had to get over the fact that some people is not gonna respect me regardless of what it is. I could go out there, start up a whole thingy, and and it still wouldn't be enough for them. And I can't change them. I can't fix it. And last time I checked, I wouldn't want to even slightly participate in it because why would I want to be around somebody who does not value me or respect me enough to even want to be around me to do what they need to do or what they have to do? And that's just one of the journeys that I heal from. And that's just like, but if I want to go into like deep, 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 deep details of like some of the things that I practice in like all my healing journeys from family and friends and shit like that. It is one um, to acknowledge that it hurts and that it's not all right and it's not okay and that I'm not okay with the situation that I'm in. And that itself hurts because now you have to question and change things. And for me, changing things is extremely hard. Like, I know a lot of people say I have a lot of earth and fire in my chart and shit like that. If you know your birth chart, you know. But for me, myself, and I, like, I know my birth chart. And I know I can be really stubborn. And which explains why I'm stubborn in a lot of places and a lot of times. So for me, I did not like change. And that was really, really hard for me. So for, like, a couple of months at a time, it took me to acknowledge that, like, I'm not okay. This is something that I'm not into. I don't like this. This is not what I want to do. That hurt my feelings because now I had to question everything. I felt like my whole world had crumbled because I was like, damn, like, this is something that I do all the time. Like, this shouldn't even be hard. You know what I'm saying? For me to do or to pull out my ass to do for myself. Like, this right here should shit. This shit should be so fucking easy for me to go change, especially if I don't like it. So, first, acknowledging that you don't like it is okay. 
the second step that I had to do was like actively step into like the change that I wanted to see. So I literally had to stop hanging around certain people and certain people who I fucking genuinely love with my whole entire heart. Like one of my biggest things that I had to do was in friendship because I take my friendships extreme. Bitch, if you close to me, bitch, you close to me and I'm gonna fuck with you till the wheels fall off. So bitch, if we friends and if I ever said, oh, hey, friend. And I've actually done that thing. Like, I get up close and personal, bitch. I literally, um, my best friend and I have had multiple sleepovers. And between me and him, like, the stories, like, if you, like, if we ever got to telling stories, y'all would have been like, okay, well, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Like, it was a time where, like, literally... I literally, like, once I realized that my best friend was my male best friend, my best friend, like, y'all, I literally put, I literally was like, ugh, all up under this man, like, this is my best friend, extremely possessive, and, like, y'all, and it took a lot, because for me to, I was like, ah, oh, this is mine, and it still took time, energy, and effort to get shit done, so when it comes down to it, and I say it like this, like, that took some healing too because like we like we broke up so many times because he wasn't doing what i'm supposed to do and then one day it dawned on me like he's not gonna be everything that i want him to be and he's not gonna be able to do everything i want him to do and at the end of the day to my best friend we have to have boundaries boundaries took a long time for me to learn in my friendships but once i got it down packed and once i started practicing i was able to get rid of people but it took a change in me like an active change in me to want to do that so i had to be able to say no and I had to be able to say, it's okay. And I had to be able to say, it's all right. And I had to be able to be like, y'all, it used to hurt my feelings to hear the word. And I was like, what the fuck you mean, no? And when I say, what the fuck you mean, no? Like, I genuinely be like, what the fuck do you mean, no? Like, I used to say that shit. And if you ask my male best friend that shit today, he will, he was like, I'm so glad you got past that. What the fuck you mean, no face? Because that shit was really starting to make me mad. But literally... Next up, after like intentionally having a plan and practicing your shit, is to just fucking embrace it. Like, really embrace it and where the fuck it takes you. Like I said, healing is not linear. It's not just, oh, we're here, we're here, we're here, we're here, we're here, we're here. Sometimes healing looks something like, I said, like, we up and we down. If I could go on, like, a personal, like, a personal experience that I genuinely had that I personally don't tell people because I feel like, fuck it, like, this is just me, myself, and I. Um, Me and my grandma recently made up. And if y'all know, I was on this bitch saying, fuck her. I don't give a damn. Um, yeah, real tears, real pain, real hurt. Um, <laughs> Me and my grandmother had a full-blown conversation and it was extremely hard for me to go sit there and try to hold it all together because the way I wanted to molly wop this fucking woman and punch her deep down in her throat the throats at one point in time, it was extremely hard for me to sit there and listen. And I had to realize, like, I genuinely love this woman. This woman was, like, one of the first motherfuckers in my life that I ever had. And not only was she that, but, like, it was times when I didn't have my shit together. And I realized that people are going to be exactly who they are. And it's up to me to either accept it or not. And I said, I love her to the point where it's X, Y, and Z. After my last conversation with my grandmother, I realized that our relationship would never go back to what it was. And honestly grieving that whole process because I had done the grieving already did not hurt as bad because like I said 
in most most of my journeys, there's these stages of like grieving and da da da, and it's just like eh, it was what it was. And that doesn't change the fact that I still love my grandma because I still fuck with her. I just don't fuck with her on that level. It's like I have to love her at a distance. But for me and my healing journey, I had to say that it's okay for me to love her at a distance. It's okay for me not to want to come back. It's okay for me not to put up with her bullshit and the things that she that she refuses to change. And I know a lot of people are going to be like, oh, well, that's no, like I don't have to because that's my grandmother. I don't have to because of this. I reached a point in my healing journey where just because someone is, oh, that's your mother, that's your father, that's this, that's, I don't give a fuck if it was Jesus's damn self. If that nigga is fucking up, I'm not finna fuck with the nigga. I can love him, but shit, I just won't love him like how I want to love him because that's not in my capacity and my abilities for me to do. And I'm not going to sit there and pretend like I want to do it when clearly I fucking don't. So when it comes down to healing and shit like that, it that phone call was like the nail in the coffin for me. Like the, oh, like literally I said, I love you. She didn't say it back. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to spend my whole entire life chasing after somebody to love me and do all of this other shit so when it comes down to family if family want to act like family and actually do what they supposed to do then we can because even though she said i was right she never apologized she never said she was sorry and for me that's what i needed and she knows that's what i needed i gave this woman everything that she needed for her to be okay and for her to open up and have a space to talk and once i realized that the love wasn't being reciprocated I said that I love this woman and I will probably love her till the fucking day I die. But to sit there and pretend like, oh, it's okay, is a no for me. I'm not doing it. I'm not, and I'm damn sure as fuck in hell not gonna go sit there and come up with a million and one lies of why why this is and why it's not. Nah, it's okay, Shorty. You got that. I love you, but you just won't be having me in your corner and your space anymore to be your number one fan. And for me, that's okay. that's all right with me it took me years to get to this point and where it was crying therapy like y'all i don't want y'all my therapist hates my family and i could tell it us on her face i probably had like i therapist hop y'all i'm a therapist whore in my if if <laughs> how does song go why have one bitch where you can have five? I give away a nigga like it's halftime. Blah, 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 blah. Get out of my face. Yeah, I will literally switch up therapists in a heartbeat. Um, so I've gone through therapists and shit like that. And my, the new one that I have is like, girl, my therapist cannot stand my family. She thinks they're narcissistic assholes. And I agree with her. <laughs> but um, Miss Mama's. A little quiet on a narcissistic part, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, but nah, like all just aside, I felt like I fuck with my therapist and my therapist fucks with me. But my therapist fucking with me and me fucking with my therapist and me loving my therapist. just loving the fact that I can actually have a therapist when I want to go to therapy because sometimes I go to my spiritual advisor, sometimes I go to my therapist and I have my therapist be like these cold-blooded motherfuckers and i know a lot of y'all like why would you want a cold-blooded motherfucker because i like my shit straight up like i ain't trying to hear bitch i'd be like we i like i told y'all i'm a different type of person 
Or if you didn't know, I'm a very direct person. And that's how, like, my therapist, I don't like my therapist to be sitting there going through three different things. Like, bitch, this time what we got to do, okay? If you think it's going to hurt you, like, bitch, just be like, hey, yo, look, we're going to do this. You might not like me this time of the week. And it's that. And my therapist has told me that, like, literally. I remember I was told, I told her about my grandma. And she said, you might not like what I'm about to go say. And I said, just say it anyway. And I said, I said, that's fine. And she was like, oh, progress. And then she, like, checked me off. I was like, eh, eh. And she checked me off, y'all. And I know y'all like, huh? It's um, it's um, it's something that she do with the board, and I kind of like peeped it because I've been paying attention, and I think she knows it too. <laughs> but like, we have like real conversations about these things, and my healing journey with my family, even though it's not perfect because it's something I'm still working on right now. It's at a like a it's if I'm being honest, it's like on a like uh we uh it's like a little confusion right here. Like we about to uh uh ask this out and see what works. And in healing, you gonna cry, be sad, be happy, be joyous. One day you might be okay, the next day you might not. The next, you know, it just all depends on how the fuck you moving and exactly how the fuck you feel. Like if you sitting there and you ain't got nothing going on and you sad and you mad and you frustrated and you can't get it up and you just tired and you, baby, it's not for you. And I put big emphasis on it not being for you. What the fuck is at my altar trying to get my attention? Anyways, like I was saying, anyways, like I was saying, like, but when it comes down to it, honestly and truly, like healing is not this linear type thing. You don't go up, down, side to side. You don't have times where it's confusion. True healing honestly looks like you getting to the point of your end goal. I want to say, like, when it came down to, like, my sexual thingy or whatever, my sexual desires and things like that, I have a desire. I had a desire to want to have better partners, not just sexually, but romantically as well. I've gone from having shitty partners who don't spend money on me, who don't care about how I feel, to doing all these other things, to partners who now are somewhat emotionally available or an emotion, like, it depends on the relationship that I want, like, if it's something, like, if it's, like, if it's a booty call type thing, like, I have now partners who are okay with that, and who do not try to make me be something that I'm not, and they respect the fact of anything and everything that I have going on, and when I'm dating romantically with the intent to date romantically, now I have partners who are emotionally available, someone who actually gives a fuck, somebody who actually cares, and now if they don't do these things, or they stop doing these things, I don't lose my shit, and go across the nigga head like I used to. I don't, you know, say, you got me fucked up. I'm gonna beat your ass. And sometimes I may, and sometimes I may talk some shit. And I put big emphasis on talk some shit because I'm, cause, cause I'm good for it. You know what I mean? But when it come down to it, like, I'm always gonna be that girl. Forever and always. And I'm gonna give 110% now. So like recently, um, like recently when I was so recently, um, I had an ex who just kept on going and to put the nail in the coffin, I knew that embarrassment was gonna be the way. 
my therapist said that I shouldn't just go on cam, but ma'am, that just wasn't gonna work for me. Um, so that so I so I kind of exposed him because I know if I hurt that ego, he's not gonna come back around. Um, literally hurt the nigga ego. He has yet to come back around, and I think this gave me like two years of him being off my ass. I have yet to forget. Um, my grandma used to call me an elephant in that sense, but um, even after that, like, it is what it is. I had a dude who was emotionally unavailable to me, or he started being emotionally unavailable, and I realized like the cracks in our relationship. And I'm not gonna hold you; it hurt my feelings. It it hurt your girl's feelings because your girl was feeling him. The man was fine. I had pictures with this man on my phone. It was very embarrassing. Yeah, it took me a minute to delete them photos and the memories. Well, not the memories, but just the photos and just things like that. And when I say it took me for a doobie, it took me for like a whole ride because it was a lot. It was a lot. <laughs> um, But yeah, like it took probably like a month for me to like emotionally like get back right. But I knew it was progress and growth and healing because I used to sit in a relationship for, I, I, I remember sitting in a relationship for seven years one day on and off. And I had a three and a half year relationship with that because it would be on, off, on, off, on, off, on, off. I'll call it a get a relationship. They'll call it whatever y'all want. It hurt. And it took in y'all. I realized, like, I've gotten so past that because instead of, like, sitting here and just taking the abuse because I have to or because somebody said I should or be because I love this man or this man doesn't respect me, like, I've learned how to navigate through that. And when you learn how to navigate through that, like, you kind of get through, like, a lot of shit. And even though I loved him, and I cared, and I wanted to be with him. So, y'all, when it came down to it, like, it took me about a month to get over it because we had did a lot of things, and I had tried, I really thought this nigga was like, I don't know, I just really like old boy. I'm not even finna hold y'all. Like, I really enjoyed old boy's company. I thought he was attractive. And y'all, my weakness is a dark skin man with some locks, baby, with some great sex. And he had all of that. He was not tall, but baby. That man was <laughs> okay. Um, we had the same taste and a lot of shit. We was the same sign. Um, I would never date another Pisces man again. <laughs> but it's it's it's, it's not because of it. It's for other reasons. Um because I just noticed some similarities. I think it's like my second, third Pisces. And it's giving Pisces women, okay. Pisces men, not so much. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, that, that birth chart got to be different. Mm-hmm. It got to be totally different. Because what it's giving and what is you know, what it shan't give is not something that I'm not trying to do. So, yeah. So, even just like kind of just being completely honest 
I realized that once he realized, like once I realized that he was inconsistent, lying, and the whole shit was a front, I left him. And I may have talked about it and did what I had to do and looked a little crazy to other motherfuckers, but it also showed me who was going to really have my back and ride for me. And I know y'all say, oh, you just can't dump on everybody. The same people who was asking me to talk about it to them and do certain things, the same people who dissed me. And that's when, there goes, you got the relationship, friendship, trauma, all kicking in. And for me, y'all, I'm so proud of myself. I deserve like three fucking cookies and a lollipop bitch because let me tell you something your girl did not spaz out i ain't say i'm gonna whoop a nigga ass i ain't say you niggas got me fucked up y'all i literally went to my spiritualist my therapist did what i needed to do um and i came back and i even became a better friend literally became a better friend not only did i become a better friend but i became a better lover and a better judge of character so i took the bad shit like the people who said it was my friend and wanted me to tell and i even started implementing boundaries in my friendship now so now these bitches will never know who the fuck i'm talking to unless i'm really sure 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 about them so guess what all that like no it's not giving that it's not giving oh shorty it's just nah it's not giving that it's giving fuck around and find out if you want to i'll replace your ass in a minute and not only will i replace you but i will be a-okay by my damn self and even with dating like now it's like or trying to date like i really don't deal with disrespect um i caught i would have I was, I was supposed to have this mma dude on my um podcast i really honestly wanted to do some things um we had we had a lot of shit going on but the disrespect behind closed doors would not allow me to put him on any platforms because i don't want arrogance and my name to be attached with arrogance and asshole like when i say this man was a arrogant asshole this man act like he did not have any fucking common sense or decorum this man tried to be funny and i said mr nigga mr sir what is it that you want and i'm glad that he fucking blocked me before i got a chance to block him but trust and believe i was not gonna sit there and argue with no fucking body and then it, i actually got the courage to go up to my other ex who had been on the bullshit and to check him about himself and yes i may have embarrassed him but like it was like you know what I deserve respect regardless of what I do and how the fuck I move. And I don't give a fuck how a nigga feel. A nigga can feel like it hurt his chest, so that's not ladylike, bitch. I can feel a certain type of way too, but at the end of the day, I'm not going to treat you differently just because you do something that I don't like. And literally, that's exactly how I put two and two together. I did not argue with bitches. I wasn't going to go back and forth. Bitch, it would have rained in fucking hell. And I'm telling y'all right fucking now, I'm not going to argue with no bitch. I'm not going to go back and forth. I'm not going to be playing these games with not a fucking soul. And what I mean by that is like, I just don't have it in me because I don't give a fuck. Anymore. And I've done the healing. So I've gone, so I've, so I've been at the bottom of the bottom where I was like, oh, like, ah, uh, like I used to be a pick me. I used to be a pick me. Like, ah, look at me. I don't wear makeup. Look at me. I don't do this. Look at me. I don't do that. Look at me. I'm not doing this. Look at me. Nah, nah, nah. And then I went from being on an extra half horse. Oh, you niggas could never touch me. So like being somewhere in the middle where I see like, uh, I see how both sides play. And sometimes, and sometimes in the past, I used to be a pick me. I used to heavy pick me energy. And I used to give a nigga money. 
one time <laughs> one time and i know y'all like what one time that's all it took was one And he did not pay me back and said that I had to have sex with him for me to get my money back. Y'all, the stupidity that I did to get the money back that he owed me really meant that that nigga owed me money. He didn't even give it all back to me. And I was like, I will never fuck with another broke nigga again in my life. That is how I know that this, and this is how I know that I like, that I'm spoiled and I like to get what I want. And I like to have a good time okay i'm very simple but i'm simple i'm simply spoiled so it's like i like quality time and shit like that if i can't get it off a nigga it's a no i like to go out if a nigga ain't willing to spend it and he ain't got to spend it he can't he can't he can't be around me and this is how like i kind of learned how to do certain things i learned how to navigate i learned how to say no i learned how to say yes it's a lot of things that had to like happen for me to get to this place this is what i say like healing like healing you're gonna go you're gonna do a lot of shit and if you ever take your first step into healing i applaud y'all because it takes a lot to even admit that you have a problem or that something is not okay in your life and then again it takes a whole bunch of work for you to get to the point where it's like damn like oh man i really like this shit you know what i mean like it is a lot and when i say it's a lot like it's just like, you just don't get up and wake up and be like, oh, man, like, today's going to be the day. Nah, like, you really have to put 110% into your shit. And if you're not, like, putting that into your healing journey, even 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 if it is taking a break, because your 110% might be looking like you needed to cry and take a fucking break. And that might be you at 110% fucking killing the game versus, versus you going out there and pretending to be fucking superwoman and some shit that you fucking not. Like, nah, not at all. So when it comes down to healing, healing is a journey that you take that you will have ups, downs, lows, sadness, not okay, well, you gonna be okay. Sometimes some shit is gonna rock your world and level you out. Um, I had epiphanies about some shit. Um, I say time isn't real because I had an epiphany about time. But that happened somewhere in the middle stages of my healing journey. And um, once I realized that shit, I was like, God damn. Like I when I realized I could be as young or as old as I wanted to be, and I could actively make that choice. And I know a lot of y'all like, how'd you get to that point in healing? Like time is real in the aspect of measurements like all that's all time is but like the actual time clock that says you have to do this and you have to have that and this has to happen like it no not really because i don't that's the part of my healing journey but it's like that took tears to get to and even when i found it out i was floored because i was like damn it made me reevaluate some shit and try again. So when it comes down to it, in order to truly heal, you are you have to fully immerse yourself in the transformation process. And what that looks like is why is it a fucking bird outside my window? You have to step up 
come into the um place of where you want to be at, take a deep breath and say it's going to be all right. And get to walking into it. Like, first, in order to truly heal, you have to acknowledge that you're not happy. And that in itself is something that takes reflection and time. And just because you're not there yet does not make you the bad guy. Then you have to be able to step into the transformation process and realize that your whole shit is going to change. And that you're going to have to change some shit. So you got to mentally, emotionally, and spiritually prepare yourself for that shit. And I would want y'all to do that. Not just for me, but for you. And that the people around you may not like it. You may lose people. You may gain some people. You may think you got some people. You may lose them again. You may not be okay. You may be sad. You may be hurt. You may even want to fucking punch a bitch in their face. Sometimes a part of the healing journey is wanting to whoop a bitch's ass. I And that don't mean that you're not healed. It just means that you want your motherfucking lick back physically. And I'm at this point in my healing journey where some people better not say not a fuck thing to me. I don't give a fuck if they change, if they don't went here, if they don't went there. I, like, y'all, my uncle tried to kill me. And that nigga better not say not a fuck thing to me. I don't want no apologies. I don't want no I mean no harm when I did it. I don't want none of that shit. If that nigga ever try to talk to me, especially put his hands on me, that nigga is going to have to see me and the niggas that feel like they, they uh, uh, lick back hole. And, that, and that's the part of healing, okay? I forgive him. I think, you know, he can say the fuck away from me. Um, He don't have nothing to say to me. That relationship is dead and he dead it when he did what he did. However, what we not going to do is sit here and... um. Because that nigga gonna have to see the fuck out of me if he ever try to put his hands on me again. And that's just a part of my healing. Because my healing says that I will never allow anybody to put their hands on me. Mama, daddy, sister, brother, cousin, sister, no fucking body. If you put your hands on me, bitch, you gonna see. You gonna be behind a motherfucking um police car. And I'm testifying. And I'm not letting up. And anybody who got a problem with me defending myself and boundaries, they can go kiss my motherfucking ass. I will send a nigga to jail. Stalk me if you want to. Jail. Put your hands on me. Jail. Jail. Why? Because it's a part of my healing. Because at one point in time, I used to allow motherfuckers to put their hands on me. And I would never say nothing. So for me and my healing, so, so for me, my inner child, my inner teen, and every other fucking part of me that has healed from that, says it's not okay and your ass will be going to jail. I don't give a fuck how close or how the fuck close we not is, bitch. I promise you, I, I damn near, if it, if I could have, I would have called the police. I know now, bitch, put your hands on me, bitch. Hello, 911, yes, mm-hmm, yes, mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. And if you got a fucking problem, you can go kiss my perky black ass. And if it's that big of a deal, bitch, we will not have to speak again. Because respect is important to me. And so is my fucking boundaries. And you're not going to treat me any kind of way just because your favorite don't like me. And I meant that. And I mean that with my whole entire heart. And it's here. That's all I'm going to say. So with that being said, true healing comes from within. 
it's the choice that you make. Not only is it a choice that you make, but it is a transformation that you will go through. And yes, you may want to be the bitch ass, and that may be part of your healing. And you, your healing journey may not be mine and yours, it's not. But as long as you get what you want at the end of all that healing that you're doing, you are on the right fucking journey. Like, sexually, like I said, I wanted better lovers, better partners, people who actually gave a fuck about me if I came or not, people who take care of me. Now, bitch, if you fucking me, you feeding me, fucking me, and you doing a whole bunch of other shit. And yes, it is a relationship. Why? Because it is a friends with beneficial uh, mutual relationship. The nigga know when I call him exactly what it is, just like I know what it is, exactly what it is. And he's like, what's up, sexy? And he send him little fucking hard eyes, emojis and shit like that. I know exactly what it is. I know exactly what it means. Not only do I know exactly what it means, but there are boundaries. Like he treats me with respect. He feeds me. He makes sure that I'm good. And we have touch me not things and things. And, and, this, and this is a part of a healthy sex life for me. And this is what I wanted. And right now I'm happy in my sex life. And I have a whole bunch of people who, who want to fuck with me, but I'm healthy. It's nice. It's peaceful. I ain't burning. I ain't itching. I ain't crying no more. I ain't saying, hey, nigga, don't respect me. Nah, that's not me. I'm not there. And that's my biggest flex. Like, I got what I wanted. So I could say that I healed properly. And it was a bunch of fuck-ups in there, and it was some such great highs and lows, but bitch, I did it, though. It was me. Dave Chappelle had a joke, say, Kevin Hart come out there, that's all me, bitch. That's how I feel when they say, when they say that's all me. Say true, that's all me. Like, for real, like, I want to brag so hard on how big of a flex it is for me to be doing this shit. And with that being said, chugga 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 choo choo this ends our episode on healing <laughs> thank you for coming to my TED talk but no um seriously like it's just that simple in layman's terms the work the work is hard the the concept and the idealization is the easiest part of this journey what is it that I don't like how can I fix it what am I willing to do to fix it and am I ready to get on this journey to be either rocked in this whole how this song go? I'm on an emotional roller coaster. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like when I was learning how to love and heal myself through self love, that shit hurt. Like nobody wants to admit that they hate themselves. Nobody wants to say that, hey, I hate the fact that I don't like the way that I look. I hate the fact that I've let people dictate to me how I should feel. I hate the fact that this. It took a lot of shit for me to get to this point in self-love to where it's like, shit, if you don't want to fuck with me, shorty, it's fine because I enjoy myself in my own company. I got two best friends right now. We supposed to be watching a movie tonight. I know my homegirl going to try to come, my best my female best friend going to try to come up with some excuse. My male best friend is going to be excited for this shit. Probably going to sleep through half the fucking day. Shit, look, tomorrow. <laughs> look, tonight I'm going out. I'm going to let my homegirl have it. And next week, 
and the week after that, because I think it's the 19th he don't work, we gonna get to watching a fucking movie, and we gonna do it where there's no excuses, no nothing, and this is part of me loving myself, because I feel like I've been in the house too long, and I've been around, you know, I, I, need, to, I need to spend some alone time, and it's part of me, myself, and I, because I've studied myself, and it, it was a part of me that hated the fact that I wasn't, I don't like to be around people a lot, and it's not because of the reasons that y'all think like if i told y'all the real reason why i just don't like being around people a lot like i think i think i'm an introverted extrovert they i think it's called an omnivert which means that like i could be in front of people but i genuinely prefer my alone time and it does not bother me to be by myself i think these are the best times and like right now in complete silence before i even hot on this podcast was heaven to me and when I'm around my homegirl, it's complete heaven to me too. But when it comes down to my alone time, oh my gosh, I could be cooped up in the house, outside, doing TT activities. It just all depends on how I feel. But honestly, I genuinely realized that a long time ago that I did not like people like that. It is not, it is, it's, I really wish I could tell you the reason. I just don't like people like that. And I really like to be by myself. And not only do I like to be by myself, I find joy in it. Like, this is the best time for me, if I can be completely honest. Like, it's nice. <sighs> what? Yeah, I have a whole three foot. I have a three foot. I have 39 inch teddy bear, y'all. That when I really want to be by myself, but I want to be cuddled up. Like, I just cuddle up with that. And I'll be like, uh, we just going to watch movies today. <laughs> yeah, I talk to my baby Keisha, my plant baby. She's crying excellent i'm so yeah somebody wants to clone my baby but no nobody's gonna clone keisha um i feel like i work my ass off of keisha yeah i'm yeah i'm really trying as a plant mother and um i have to get some winter plants um because i do not want keisha to fucking die you guys so mind y'all it gets winter up here so you know keisha could die so I'm not into Keisha Dine. But bitch, it's 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 little it's the it's 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 living. It's living, it's living. But yeah, like this is what healing looks like. Like the more you heal, like the more you'll find yourself being unshackled by the things that used to fuck with you. Like I used to hate when people used to call me loud and ghetto and shit like that. Bitch, call me whatever the fuck you want to call me. That shit do not phase me no more. Once you truly start healing, like, you'll get more of a fucking attitude. And I don't know. <laughs> and trust me, y'all, like, I have a more of a fucking attitude. And it's not because I came with stoner. It's because I actually healed before I came with stoner. <laughs> so now I can be like, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't give a fuck. Because <laughs> it's been times where I didn't have anything. And because, like... And I was like, it may be a trend. No. Like, I remember one time I literally did not have anything for like a month to smoke on. So I was like, uh, this sucks. Like, I uh, can't wait to like, you know, because I had some shit I had planned. So mind you, my self-love kicked in in that aspect, in that instance, because bitch, I ain't got no alcohol. I kind of gave up drinking. Um, I know I still buy alcohol. For the people who know me, you know I still buy alcohol, but they know why about alcohol but yeah like ever since i fell in love with myself 
this is what I really wanted to get at, like, the whole entire time if y'all haven't gotten it. That's why I keep on, like, telling y'all personal shit. But, like, I really love myself now. And I could be by myself and I could be around group people. I know how to really do some shit. And it is free. Like, I got bullied the other day at work by some dude who called me loud and ghetto. And honestly, before that would have made me, like, want to go off on a nigga and shit like that. But I was like, it feels good to be free. It feels good. It feels good to be in love with myself. It feels good to not be able to let somebody's opinion or somebody's something about me hurt me, especially if I know I haven't done anything to them. And especially if I did like somebody's like it, like people's opinion doesn't bother me anymore. Whereas people get up and they're like, oh, you should care. And I was like, why? 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 And like now I'm trying to find the balance between. Uh, I should care to uh, really don't give a damn. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's nice because I actually did the healing work. I actually sat there. I actually did everything that I wanted to do. And I actually love me properly. You know what I mean? Like loving me is one of the best things that I ever could have did. And stepping into this journey was not easy. It was days where my whole brain cracked. I had to relearn philosophies. I had to relearn some shit. And once I did all that, I felt at peace. I felt that I felt at home. I felt loved. I felt cared for. I care. I felt cherished. I felt all of that. So healing is a journey to freedom to get to the other side of whatever the fuck is holding you back. And nine out of ten is usually something mental. And like once you like give your mental a break and stop being so hard on yourself and actually be kind and actually decide to take on a healing journey and the challenges and the ups and downs that may come with it, like literally. Once the, like really quick, and I'm gonna say this, I'm gonna be done with the podcast. Um I remember me and my best friend, I really thought that we'd never get back together on the same page. And um called him i was like hey he was like hey we had a full-blown conversation and we both apologized and we realized what we were wrong and shit and i realized that i didn't want to be without my male best friend i had known this nigga for too many years and to me it was ridiculous to cut off a friendship because of some shit and i said if he either take it or he don't and y'all my whole heart was hurting, but at the same time, I was like, if it don't work out, it just don't work out. Like, I was prepared for the worst and the best. Like, okay, we can go do this. And now our friendship stands probably a lot better than what it did when we first started becoming friends. Like, now we have boundaries and things that we do. And, like, with my female best friend, I was telling her, like, yeah, I have boundaries. Like, I have things that I'm not going to take and certain things that I will take. And she was like, I didn't know that these friendships had requirements. I was like, yeah, everything should have a requirement to me but that's what I realized about myself and with me realizing that I just kind of came into the conclusion that I fuck with me and that the healing that I've done has worked so when I go online and I see these bitches say oh don't do this and don't do that and bitch move at your own fucking pace what does healing look like to you what is it that you want to get at are you willing to say step in that thingy and if not then stop fucking complaining about it like if you want to be like if you like toxic shit and somebody say and somebody say, and you say, hey, I want to change this shit, and then you say you're gonna have to go through the process, I'm like, nah, shut the fuck up and stop complaining. You love it here. The moment you say, nah, I don't love it here, you want to change, 
take the check, take the steps. And guess what? It's gonna hurt because nobody likes fucking growing pains. It's like it's like when you got your teeth in your mouth and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Some things gonna fall off to the wayside. Some things not. Some things gonna stand strong. Some things are not, and that's okay. Like I lost a friend of fucking eight years. Best friend of eight years. That shit hurt. It wasn't easy. I went in there like, ah. But yeah, it's like, healing is all about the journey to freedom. Because I told myself, I want to be a free black woman. I love myself now. I got pictures of me everywhere. I tell myself I'm the shit. I take care of myself. You know, I don't let these niggas play on me and my emotions and feelings. I stand up for myself. I don't even, I don't even let a motherfucker talk to me crazy or crazy. I just look and I'll be like, you got that. And I literally walk away from certain situations and I maneuver how the fuck I want to. Why? Because it doesn't matter how much money I got, how much money I lose, how much money I gain, what I do, how I maneuver and shit like that. As long as I got me, myself, and I, my sanity, I am A-OK. And this is the part of healing that I love the most because, bitch, I can brag about it now, bitch. I used to be a dumb bitch. I used to be a, I used to be one of them hoes that used to be like, ah, my nigga can, nah, bitch, put your hands on me ass, go to jail do this and it's and it's and it's because i did the healing work so that's all i got to say um like i said if you want to follow me on social media instagram and twitter is justria underscore that's j-u-s-t-d-r-i-a two underscores if you want to follow me on OnlyFans and youtube and my party guys you know what i'm saying make sure y'all it's Drea's diaries you feel me um only fans you will be paying um we do that over there um, but outside of that, like, it's lit over there. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's quality content. Um, yeah, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, the podcast and the other shit is free. So, y'all can fuck with me that way. I know some of y'all don't want to see me that way. I'm glad you don't. But, bitch, if you do, it's a fee. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And I said it. Don't care. I'll be the slut dragon. Wow. Um, and, yeah, that's just it. I hope y'all enjoyed the motherfucking podcast. Um, and that's on Big Prayer.